Welcome back to the Galveston Experience Podcast, produced at the studios of RadioGalveston.com right there at 15th and Seawall. We're up to episode number 95, and we're getting back to one of my favorite places on the island, Sea Star Base. If you've never been to Sea Star Base, you definitely need to hear this, and even if you have, you should uh, stick around for an update. There's some uh, new programs they've got going on. I actually first came across Sea Star Base when I ran into an old friend of mine, David Gaston, who runs the uh, Disabled Sailing program at Sea Star Base. I actually met David more than 10 years ago when I founded a nonprofit up in Houston to teach disabled kids how to ice skate. It's called starskaters.org. And uh, we also have a sled hockey program for military, amputees, uh, anybody with a disability where they can't play stand-up hockey. So yeah, you might want to check that out too. If you know somebody who's got a disability that would like to get on the ice up in the Houston area, it's starskaters.org. Of course, when we started the Galveston Experience podcast, we talked a lot more about events that are happening on the island, but no need to do that anymore with the advent of our new Galveston Digital Island Guide. It's in your favorite app store, Google or Apple store. Just search Galveston, and it's going to be right up there at the top. And download that, and you'll be able to find out what's going on, all the information about the beaches, events, events not just like this weekend, but also so you can plan your trip to Galveston into the future. We've got a bunch of free tours on there, information about uh, free things to do, family-friendly, dog-friendly. I mean, really, it's the best app you've seen about Galveston Island, if we don't say so ourselves. So, uh, by the way, if you know somebody who'd be a good guest on the Galveston Experience podcast, get a hold of us at RadioGalveston.com. You can also find the link to that Galveston Digital Island Guide there at RadioGalveston.com. As well. Now let's get the scuttlebutt on Sea Star Base with Mike Dudas. My guest today is Glenn Erbach, who will give us all the scuttlebutt on the Sea Star Base Galveston program. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for having me. To get things started, tell us about this beautiful place, the Sea Star Base Galveston. Uh, we're a very unique uh, organization. We're a 501c3 nonprofit. We provide all kinds of on the water activities involving aquatics, marine, and maritime-based uh, programs. So we teach the community, whether it be kids, disabled adults, families, you know, how to sail a sailboat, how to go fishing, kayaking. Uh, we have on-the-water STEM field trips that we do for kids, and, and particularly uh, with Galveston ISD uh, students. Uh, we host summer camps both day and overnight for the community. Uh, we do uh, camps with the Sea Scouts and the Boy Scouts. So, you know, as I tell people, anything that has to do with the water, we we cover. And, I, you know, even uh, fishing. And what's unique about the organization is we teach the science and the mathematics behind sailing, behind fishing, you know, even in terms of the swim lessons that we offer. So what we do for the community is really fun. I mean, some of the best memories I ever had as a child was on the water, but we take what's fun, but also make it educational as well. So as we're doing this edition of the podcast, we're up in the conference room, looking out over the beautiful water and the dock out front or behind the building. What would you say is the most popular program that, that you have? I would say our youth sailing programs and our fishing programs. Okay, let's, let's talk about the fishing program. Go through the mechanics on, about um, what someone can learn. Well, we teach kids about the tides. We teach kids about the currents. 
when's you know the best time to go fishing uh the time of the year time of the day how does water temperature affect uh whether or not you can catch a fish uh we also actually have a fishing excursion program that we're launching in the fall that will actually put uh, kids and other uh, populations on the water in a boat because dock fishing obviously is different than if you're out in the middle of Galveston Bay. So will you go out, how far out will you go in the fishing excursion? Just really to, to Galveston Bay all the way over to Pelican Island. We don't actually go into the Gulf, but it's it's some of the best fishing in, in Galveston's right off these docks. Uh, you can catch everything from alligator gar, redfish, stingrays, trout. Uh, it's, it's, you know, fishing's really fun for the kids. I, I mean, it is. And also uh, putting them on boats. Uh, we also do, I forgot to mention, uh, boat instruction courses, how to uh, man a, a power boat. We teach the Texas Parks and Wildlife Departments uh, boater certification course. So anyone who, who uh, purchases a boat uh, born after 1993 is, is required to take the course that we offer. I did not know that. I did not know there was a bird, uh, boating certification program that you have to be certified. Um, let's talk about that um, part of your program. Um, you said you teach sailing and, of course, the boating. Do you have actual sailboats and boats here yeah we have a about a fleet of 40 vessels uh we have schooners uh another (laughs) another program we do is schooner sundays where family members can come out and enjoy a a a day on on a schooner Uh, we have sonars we have flying juniors we have picos um we have uh uh ribs kayaks canoes uh pretty large fleet our biggest vessel is the base mart and that is uh, a very unique boat where we go on field trips and teach kids stem and maritime concepts on the water it's a very popular program like i say we provide a lot of field trips to the students of galveston isd as well as hisd and other area school districts so you um so you have a lot of people that come from off the island here taking advantage of all the programs here yeah and you know what we really do is not just target the you know larger gaussian and and surrounding community but really we target kids that normally would not be able to have access to the water uh there are even kids in galveston that have never been on the water so we have grants that uh you know serve historically underserved children get them on the water another program uh, that's very popular we're very proud of is our adaptive sailing program so we have people that have physical or mental health challenges they can get on sailboats that are completely ada adaptable so we serve a lot of veterans a lot of combat wounded veterans um, serve uh, uh, patients of, of of area rehab facilities we have a partnership uh, with that and we do a lot of uh we have what we call Adaptive Sailing Saturday. So someone who had a stroke uh, that was a, a sailor prior to the stroke can still get on a boat uh, with our trained staff uh, and, again, go boating as though the, the stroke never really happened. You mentioned that the um, center has a lot of vessels. Where are they stored? 
they're mainly on the water in front of us. I mean, obviously, a, a, a listener of your show won't be able to see them. We also have a facility on Hitchcock. We store our, our boats, and then we have a storage facility across uh, I-45 that we store our, our, our boats. Looking out the conference window, are those, all those boats out there, or vessels out there belong to the center? Not those uh, to the right. Those are private vessels. But really to the left, which you really can't see because we're at the edge of our docks, is our boats. So, so typically they're just stored out there on the water? Most of them are that we use for our programs. And a lot of that's our sonars uh, that we do and our, uh, our picos, which are small sailboats for kids to use, uh, particularly the beginners. Um, all of our sailing staff is, is, is trained and certified in U.S. sailing guidelines. Uh, we have some of the best sailing staff in, in really the country. Uh, these gentlemen, they win races, regattas throughout, throughout the country and championships as well. Walk us through the boating certification program. What will a um, person actually learn and how long will the certification process take? Uh, it's it's a one day. It's it's classroom instruction and then on the water instruction. What would you say the biggest thing that people don't know about boating safety? The importance of a life jacket, because <laughs> a lot of times people get very uh, accustomed to being on a boat. And I don't need the jacket because I'm not in the water. You know that jacket's your equivalent of your car of your seatbelt. You wouldn't get in a car without a wearing your seatbelt. You really should never get onto a boat without wearing a life jacket at all times because you really don't know what could happen and you don't want a life jacket for the first time when you're actually in the water. When boaters are out on the water, can they be stopped by the Coast Guard and given a ticket? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And they will give you a ticket, particularly if you're not wearing a life jacket. Wow. So um, will they check for any sort of certification or license? Uh, they will. Um, uh, you know, like I said, depending on the age of the individual operating the boat, uh, obviously they check for any kind of you know incapacitation, uh, intoxication. A lot of people, unfortunately, you know, we know uh, they like to go on boats, also like to drink alcohol while on boats. And again, to the Coast Guard, a boat is nothing more than a car on the water. So it's illegal to drink and drive. It's illegal to boat and drive as well. How heavily patrolled would you say the waters are by the, by the Coast Guard? Uh, it, it, I mean, it is. I mean, it's, it's patrolled enough to where taking a risk is not worth it. Let's talk about fishing. How do you teach someone how to fish? Well, I'm not the expert angler. That's Cody Dunn. But, you know, again, it goes back to understanding water temperature, understanding the tide, understanding the water currents, the time of the year, the time of the day that you're going fishing, the particular bait. So you have to know what's in the water already, whether it be is it stocked with redfish, is it stocked with trout, and what kind of baits do they like to, to feed off of. It's also, again, using the right hook. You don't want a hook that's too small, too big. And, you know, there's, like I said, there's some mathematical concepts that if you follow, you're more likely to get a bite instead of just sticking your, your, your line in the water, which is what most people do. Um, there's ways to increase your chances. It's like those commercial fishermen that go out and, you know, fish for bluefin tuna or uh, shrimp. They, it's not by accident they know where to go on that water where they know that a bluefin tuna is more likely to be there than not. During a fishing class, they're out on your docks and they catch fish. Can they actually keep the fish? Absolutely. We'll actually, uh, 
we'll actually skin the fish and let them, you know, take it home with them. They often do, uh, you know, depending on the size of the fish. I mean, we, we try not to, you know, the smaller fish, you want them to, to you know, continue to live and grow and, and breed. But, yeah, I mean, people have the option of if they'd like to, to, to take home the fish and, and, you know, and have it for dinner. What's the biggest fish that you've observed being caught off the docks here? Uh, we caught a six-foot alligator gar, which is very, very big, uh, dangerous fish in terms of its teeth, uh, prehistoric fish. You know, one of the things I always say about what's neat about the water is what's underneath it is is prehistoric. You're talking about schools of, of or species of fish that have been around for millions and millions of years. So when you go into the water, appreciate the history that's underneath the water. All right. In the few minutes that we have left, talk about the STEM program here. It's a three-hour program that we do on the water. Uh, we teach kids about oceanography, the ecology of the area, careers in the maritime industry. Uh, we take them by the ship channel and let them learn about the different uh, vessels. Uh, we teach them uh, some, some scientific concepts involving the water and being out on the water. It's a, it's a, it's a very unique program. We're, we're in the process of beefing up the program and changing the curriculum a little bit to focus more on the maritime industry, but still teaching some STEM concepts as well. Um, I also should mention, uh, one of the ways we fund all these nonprofit programs, if you come out to Sea Star Base, you'll see it's a multi-use facility. It's a very, as you can see, a very large facility. So we host all kinds of special events like weddings and conferences, corporate retreats, birthday parties. Those events help underwrite our nonprofit program to where we can offer our mission-oriented programs, our nonprofit programs, to as many people, uh, as many backgrounds as possible. So, you know, people use this facility all the time for weddings. You can't see it listening, but it's beautiful views of Galveston Bay, of Moody Gardens, the seawall. Uh, we have a chapel on the first floor. We have a volleyball pit. We have an outdoor pavilion people can get for family reunions, for birthday parties. So I always tell people, if you're looking to do an event here, what's unique about it is the money that you would pay for the event, which is very uh, reasonable, know that those funds that you're paying for a wedding venue go to helping put a kid out on a sailboat. If our listeners want further information about the um, Sea Star based Galveston facility, um, tell us how to contact you, the website, et cetera. Uh, the website's ssbgalveston.org. That's ssbgalveston.org. Our phone number is 409-572-2560, or folks can shoot us an email at info at ssbgalveston.org. My guest on this edition of The Scuttlebutt has been Glenn Erbach, the executive director of the Sea Star-based Galveston program. If you would like to feature your organization and give us all the scuttlebutt, please drop us a line here at RadioGalveston.com. Thank you, Mike, and thank you, Glenn. And if you've never been to Sea Star Base, you've driven by it every time you get on the island, right after you get off the causeway. Just take a look to the right. It is that tall, uh, corrugated metal building. It's kind of gray and green. And if you stop and pull in and go through and take a look at their little private harbor there, it is unbelievable. Definitely something for everybody, whether you're into the water or just 
need a great spot for a family event. If you missed any of the previous Scuttlebutts, we've got an archive for you on the Scuttlebutt page at RadioGalveston.com. And as we mentioned before, if you've got somebody you think would be a good guest or a good organization to be featured on the Scuttlebutt, just get a hold of Mike on his page at RadioGalveston.com. Mike's working hard on the next interview, and you'll be notified when it's available. If you just take a second and subscribe, you'll find us on all the major podcast platforms. And if you want to know what's happening on the island all the time, be your own local expert. We put Galveston in the palm of your hands with the Galveston VIP Digital Island Guide. And yes, of course, there's a link to that also on RadioGalveston.com. So thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, we'd love a five-star review. Tell your friends, and we'll be looking for you next time right here on the Galveston Experience Podcast.